Hi, friends. It's Brittany Geneva. I am back finally with another podcast. You know, at this point, I don't even bother to make excuses anymore. <laughs> I got busy. Okay. That's what happened. That's, that's all I got. All right. But I am here now with another podcast and, um, I'm just going to apologize ahead of time because I am angry. This situation made me angry. So that anger may come out in the form of lots of cursing and otherwise me getting worked up. Okay. So I'm just telling you now so that you are not taken aback by the energy here because it could become a lot. It could become a lot. Let me take you all back to now almost one month ago. It was a beautiful Thursday afternoon, okay? Was it there? Actually, I don't even know if it was a Thursday. I think it was. But <laughs> it was a beautiful afternoon, nonetheless. Galentine's Day. Now, I'm not... I thought that people knew what Valentine's Day was, but the situation showed me maybe not. So just as a little refresher for you all who may or may not know, Valentine's Day, first of all, was made up on a TV show. I can't remember. I think it's like Parks and Rec. One of the shows like in that vein, if it's not that one, it's one that's like very similar. And it was just a character just made it up. Like basically a character on the show said, there should be like a day before Valentine's day where you hang out with your girls and that's called Valentine's day. And then boom. And then it became a thing. Not even that long ago. I want to say like maybe 2014, like it's definitely hasn't been that long. Um, but I have heard people talk about it and it has sort of become a thing. Even one of my clients at work, like did like a little Valentine's day thing for like the, you know, for the ladies or whatever. So to me, it's popular enough or common enough to like, you know, brands, are talking about it. So it's something, right? But to me, I think it's very comparable to Friendsgiving, like this idea that you have the real holiday, which would be Valentine's Day, of course. And but then you have this other moment where you're like, I don't want to forget about my friends who still matter to me in this moment. So I'm going to have like a second day just for them. So obviously, Thanksgiving is about your family. Usually, you know, you're going home usually. And then so, okay, earlier in November, we'll do Friendsgiving so that, you know, I can have that, that fellowship with my friends and people who like live in my city. And then similarly, Valentine's Day is about obviously your, you know, husband or wife or significant other having that romantic time. But then Valentine's Day is this idea that you may, you know, you still have love obviously for your friends and for your girls. So you want to have a minute to spend time with them too. So literally, that's all it is. Very lightweight, you know, <laughs> there's no deep background behind what Valentine's Day came from. But, you know, it's just, you know, it's just cute. It's just cute. And there's nothing wrong with something that's just fucking cute. So as I said, rewind back to Valentine's Day 2020, a beautiful day, which became somewhat of a dark day because I got into yet another, we can have that conversation later, Twitter back and forth with a semi-celebrity. It's never real celebrities. It's like these people that like only a few people know. 
but a semi-celebrity Twitter feud with Ebro in the morning. Definitely someone that only like East Coast people know. I'm pretty sure anybody like West of the Mississippi is like Ebro in the what the fuck. So Ebro is a New York radio DJ on Hot 97. And he also has like a podcast or something that he does on Apple Radio or Beats. I don't know what it's called, but he also has that. And I have followed him since I lived in New York. You know, he's an attractive man, you know, so I did enjoy, you know, seeing him on pop up on my Instagram every once in a while. Um, but, you know, it was nothing deep. Like, I'm not I'm no Ebro fan, but it's just like, oh, OK, he's cool. I know who he is. I followed him, whatever. So I'm scrolling through my timeline on a beautiful, un, nondescript uh, day in February, and I see him tweet this, and I quote, WTF is hashtag Valentine's Day. Is this another dodging the reality that you are lonely on Valentine's Day, which is a made up day to spend more money and or time with someone you love, like, or want to fuck? Shit is out of hand. First of all, I might need to just recap that for you again because, like, the sensibility of it is low on the scale of, like, makes sense to, like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, basically, he's saying, is Valentine's Day some made-up shit? And, like, it's getting out of hand that these types of things are being made up. And I was just like, wait, what? That would be like somebody saying Friendsgiving is getting out of hand. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's such an overreaction. And I, you know, I didn't really, I did not like the tone of the, of the tweet. And perhaps in that moment, I just fucking had time. I probably didn't. I never have time during my work day, but I made time for this because this was definitely in the afternoon on a weekday. Um, but I responded to him and said, this is some toxic shit. Valentine's Day is basically the same as Friendsgiving. Either way, it doesn't concern you. So why you mad at old man Ebro, which is his name on Twitter. And this man continued to go back and forth with me for like a good, probably seven tweets. And I, you know, I will let you guys like go read the, the chain if you feel so inclined and judge for yourself. But I, I will say that I definitely think like I gagged him because at the end, like he definitely like didn't really come back with anything thoughtful because I've, all I said to him was, why are you upset or even commenting on something that has nothing to do with you? Like the name Galentine's indicates that this is not a man's thing to be concerned about. So why are you even talking? I'm not even addressing like the point that you're trying to make. If there is a point, I'm just saying, why are you even concerned? Like whatever it is, it's not about you. So what's good. And he was coming at me on some, like you women don't just don't know how to be alone. Why can't you just be alone? You always have to have people around. I said, what the fuck? I was like, uh, nothing about Valentine's day indicates a person can't be comfortable alone, but cool. And he was like, obviously you're triggered. I said, I, I sure am triggered by a man who won't let a woman live her life. Uh, that will, that will trigger me every single time. <laughs> 100% trigger rate on a man who's trying to come into a woman's business and tell her what the fuck she needs to do and how she needs to live. So yes, absolutely. Um, 
And so then, you know, just petty back and forth. And I just ended it. He said something about you're trying to spend what I'm saying. And I just ended it by saying, I don't need to spin it because you're actually doing a great job on your own looking petty and silly. So then he didn't write back. That was the end, whatever. And I'm just like, wow, like, wow. You know, obviously I didn't expect it to be all that and the amount of back and forth, but he's the fuck absolutely right. I am very triggered by somebody, by a man who is, who has the audacity and nerve to comment on this day that was created sort of as a joke on a TV show, but women have, have embraced it and have, have seen it as a great time to spend time with their girlfriends. Even if for some reason you could find negativity in that, which I, I can't possibly, but even if you could find negativity in that, you, a man for whom this holiday means nothing, should literally sit there and fucking eat your soup and shut the fuck up because this actually has nothing to do with you. It is 0% related to your activity on this earth. So I'm just, I'm very confused by the need to comment on it. So that was the first thing. That was the first thing on Valentine's Day 2020 that got my nerves a little worked up. And then in a totally separate and unrelated um, tweet that was actually from a few days earlier, but popped up on my timeline on actual February 13th, this other man tweeted, believe it or not, a woman with less friends makes a good wife. And I'm just like, um, what? <laughs> what? And so I proceeded to read the comments and there were an alarming number of men and some women. I have to do a whole separate podcast about how we participate in our own oppression. Can we please the fuck stop? But an alarming number of men, here's one, you're 100% correct. Correct. Use my wife as an example. She doesn't keep friends. All her friends, wait, what? I think, I, this is not English. All her friends are less than three since we are married. So I guess maybe less than three friends. Or this is a Twitter bot, a Twitter bot from Russia. I don't know. She mind her business and space. And our marriage has been blissful for years because nobody is messing up her mind with bad advice. I think they meant advice. This person might be a Russian bot. So perhaps it's not a good example. And then even... A woman, a partner with less friends makes a good partner. I mean, I just, what the hell? Like, to me, that is alarming. Y'all, if anybody who's listened to my podcast with some regularity knows that I feel like I'm coming to, like, new revelation every day about, like, how terrible people are and, like, toxicity that exists in our world. But I'm like, I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even know that this was a thing. I don't think I realized that men don't want women to live and have friends. Like that is a relatively new revelation to me. But when I combine Ebro's like dogged anger at a woman celebrating with other women and this man and people agreeing with him in the comments saying a woman is a better wife when she doesn't have friends. I'm just like, okay, okay. Like, 
what is this alternate universe? How do I get out? And perhaps this goes, this continues to explain why my ass is still single. Because if not having friends is what I have to do to become booed up, then I won't be booed up. Like, I don't know you. Like some man who comes along, I don't know you. All my current friends, I know them. So I'm not going to leave them for you. You know, that's just ridiculous. How can you say that a woman who is in the company of other women who are smart and uplifting and help her and, and give her companionship and partnership in, in a beautiful way. How can you say, uh, can't be with her if there's any other thing that you not wanting to have accountability and the fact that somebody's eye is on you so that if you fuck up, somebody's going to actually call it out. Someone's actually going to say to your girl, um, so like your man just did such and such. And I actually just as a friend coming to you, cause I love you. I'm concerned about that. That's what a nigga is trying to avoid when he doesn't want his woman to have friends. Cause that just, there's no other sensible explanation. Literally the definition, one of the things that defines an abusive relationship is isolation. A man who abuses his his um significant other typically a hallmark of that is by isolating her suddenly she never sees her family anymore suddenly the community whatever community she did have of family and friends and people who she spent time with has all gone so that his her whole life is wrapped up in him and she feels so alone and therefore more dependent on him so that is the that is the characteristic of abuse and you were just like happily saying on Twitter that you think it's the key to a good marriage. I'm concerned. <laughs> I, that is concerning to me. So I really have to understand why there's so much disdain or dislike from a man toward a woman who wants to be in the company of other women friends. Because celebrating Valentine's Day and having some girlfriends around neither hurts nor affects you really in any way. So why are you mad? And that's the question that I'm trying to get underneath because I'm like, if that's the case, like I always assume rightfully or not that when I see these sort of takes and there are people who have, you know, this is on Twitter. So people who have liked it, people who have replied to it, there's some level of consensus. There's some level of people being like, mm-hmm, that's right. You know, yep, it is better when she doesn't have friends. Yep, Valentine's Day is ridiculous and like is embraced by women who don't know how to be alone or some shit, whatever he was trying to say. I, I don't know. But when I see that there's likes and there's retweets and there's like people who have tacitly endorsed the idea it sort of makes me realize like, so this isn't like just a ridiculous hot take. Like somebody does agree. Somebody does sort of like see the point that he's making. Somebody does sort of like agree with the underlying premise. And that scares the shit out of me because that means that there's men potentially in my life, in my orbit, in my universe right now who are like, yeah, I'd prefer my woman not to have friends. In which case, like, well, again, that's why I'm single because <laughs> I'm never like, it will never happen. Like I love my friends. They are a deep core part of my life. I will never give them up for a man like ever. I don't care who the man is. I don't care. I mean, I, I genuinely don't care. I will never do it. So 
I can't even fathom being asked or being implied that I should do it. I mean, it's just madness. What does it matter? Obviously, you don't want your significant other, no matter who it is, like man, woman, whatever, to have toxic friends or friends who are, you know, negative influences over them. But that's a separate conversation. That's not what these people are saying. They're saying the woman should be home alone. (laughs) And I'm her only friend, me and Jesus. And I'm just like, you know, it's a no from me on that. There's there's no way in which that's going to work for me. Um, but, uh, you do you because some women, I guess are totally fine with it. For me, it's a matter of agency. It's a matter of, again, to me, that feels a little, that feels like a stepbrother to an abusive sort of thought process. I isolating your woman is not something that can ever possibly be a positive thing. So for me, I just, it's a no. It's an absolute no. And I just, I, I really now have to add this to my list. I'm like, shit, this list is getting long as fuck. List of things to look out for. I meet a guy. He seems nice. He seems cool. All of a sudden I find out he'd rather me sitting home alone, not have any friends on a Friday night. Okay. All right. So now I have to be on the lookout for that as well. It's becoming overwhelming. The amount of red flags I have to look out for but it, it continues to seem to grow because these men are so insecure and um, afraid of any type of accountability that they'd rather just have their woman isolated and alone and having no friends than actually having to perhaps answer a difficult question about something you've done that isn't actually a good thing. Anyways, so that, you know, I those things happened it took me this long to actually do a podcast about it. I was literally like, I don't even know if I was going to be like coherent. If I had done it the day that it happened, I was so upset and annoyed, but it it just really goes to show that like, there are men out here who really don't want to let a woman live. Don't want to let her have agency over her life, over her, her relationships, over what she does and where she goes. And I just can't even fathom being with someone like that. Um, but again, it's always a learning process for me to just see what is out there. Like people actually think this, I just, I can't. Um, but anyways, that I'm almost at 20 minutes. You see, I I told you, I was like going to go off on this rant and who knows how long it was going to last, but, um, that's the end of the, of this week's episode. I definitely would love to hear from you guys to see, you know, what do you think about this? Have you experienced this as a woman, as a man? Is there a point that I'm missing in terms of, you know, some positive side to this? You know, I'll try to be open, I guess, if you have a comment to offer, but, uh, I'm on social media. If you want to chat about it, Brittany underscore Geneva. Um, but thank you so much for listening and, um, I'll talk to you next time.